Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. We're back again. We're coming at you like Cleopatra, that band. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, Cleopatra was like some sort of fucking Egyptian bitch or whatever. But nah, she was an underrated three-piece band from the late 90s. How are we doing, people? Are we buzzing? Are we excited? I came in there pretty hard, pretty hot. Um, But, we're, I mean, we're feeling good. We're excited. And by we, I mean solely me and my person. I am just too excited. I'm losing the run of myself. I'm being a little bit over... Oh over energized let's just say for for the time of the day which we're recording which is sunday evening now if you guys are people who hang off the back of the call for questions for this podcast you'll be like hey man you put the call for questions out like three times what the fuck's going on every time i genuinely had intended to record but each time shit just came up baby so here we are with sunday evening it's not late it's sort of like it's still bright outside but it's not you know, you couldn't go outside um, and just be, like, walking around the streets, you know, without people going, hmm, there's a weird guy just hanging around wearing all black and he looks suspicious because it, it's it's dusky outside. You know, it's not, it's not daylight, but it's not dark. It's kind of like the in, the in-between. It's like, you know, when people do those graphs that are, like, just basically two circles and in the middle is, like, the combination of both. So, like, if it was me, for example, you'd take, like, one circle which would say sexy bastard the second circle would say hysterical combine them it's in that middle of the hysterical sexy bastard stage and this is what's happening this is what is happening again i don't even know what episode of the podcast this this is because i mean maybe maybe i've been drugged maybe i've been spiked and i'm just buzzing because this is what goes on in my world sometimes i get like I mean, you know, maybe there's some kind of medical condition. I'm up and I'm down, you know, but, um, I mean, not that, but just let me point out, that's energy levels, not, like, mood. Don't be like, oh, no, (laughs) this guy's got serious mental health issues. Now, let's be fair, we know on Boy Town we do Bond slots. I do talk the old time about feeling a wee bit, ah, shit. Whereas now, I'm feeling great, I'm just tired or not tired and today was it was a busy weekend this weekend and I say it was a busy weekend um it was a busy today it was a busy Sunday lots of nice stuff to do today yesterday not so much I'll get to that later but today Sunday was a busy day you know so I'm feeling good I'm feeling again for like possibly the second week in a row I might have sun, I might have sunstroke, you know, there we go. I've said it, I've been out in the sun again today and my face is very warm. Now, there's pros and cons to that. It could be because I'm sunburned. It could be because of high blood pressure. It could be because I'm about to have a stroke. Who knows? Either way, we're living our dreams. Okay, we're here with the podcast. We're living our dreams. How are we all doing, people? I've calmed down a bit now, thankfully, because in a 45 minutes at that intensity would be too much for anybody. You know, if any of you guys are fans of wrestling, you would know the reference of the Ultimate Warrior. He is a guy who, he just, oh, he exudes energy. You know, that's the kind of guy he is. He exudes energy. And, like, his, he, he would come sprinting to the ring every time, like, fucking high knees. You know, the knees would be touching the elbows. He'd be fucking, oh, coming, burning down. And, like, his, uh, 
his entrance theme was very aggressive. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, and like I'll play a wee bit of it. This is his entrance theme, right? Whenever he came to the ring, it was this intensity? Oh. And that's how I sort of and he just fucking shot, not with a with a bullet, but with like a wee <coughs> a wee uh, fucking tranquilizer, take me down. But once we fly in the podcast take me a minute hold on what I'll do I'll have some some water is it water is it whiskey you guys don't know because you can't see mm. tastes like water there we go it's it's a bit chilled I'll come down a bit there we are guys that's good um, we're back in the room and we're feeling good um but yeah, it's been a fun week. Again, I feel like we always talk in the podcast what seems like forever about the whole lockdown, coronavirus shit. Everyone's bored of that now. Don't tune into this. You tune in to listen to me being a little bitch. So, with that being said, let's just get on to what I got up to this week. Yesterday, right, let's be honest, um, there was a gig this week. Colin Geddes put on a gig in his uh, secret lair, in his secret location what's also funny <laughs> i went to just look up sly guy podcast there in itunes and instead of typing sly guy because just to see if there's been any more reviews this week i typed in sly bitch and <laughs> nothing has come up because the, the podcast is called the sly guy podcast not the sly bitch podcast but i mean this episode will be called the sly bitch podcast because you know what I'm gonna fuck about all that stuff. See all that. Oh, you gotta beat you. You know what? I don't care. You can call me a guy, call me a bitch, and call me whatever the fuck you want, as long as you call me. Oh, there's my tummy ready to make a call. Um, but yeah, Colin had a gig in his uh, secret lair. I don't want to say where it was because you know people are crazy, you know, and they would would turn up and do all kinds of things, no doubt. Um, but he did a gig, and he very kindly asked me. To be a part of it. I was excited. I thought yes. This is going to be great. I can't wait to finally. Finally get back to doing stand up again. Then. As life would have it. Couldn't do it in the end. Now. Why was that? I'll tell you. Because. um, I. Got so excited. I was like yeah. Fucking right. I'll do it. I cannot wait to do it. Then. We had a little bit of a, I'm going to say domestic me, and her indoors had a little disagreement about a few things, you know. Um, and then the main case in point was over, you know, the fact that she's quite pregnant now. So probably be in the best interest that I don't do it. And then I, of course, went, I will do what I want. I'm a maverick. And then she went, no. And I went, all right, fine, can't do it. So it was really heartbreaking. Couldn't do that. That's the end of that story. Don't want to talk about it anymore because I saw the photos about it and looked amazing. Looked, it looked like a great night and I'm jealous now does a bit of me hope that the people that were there get coronavirus yes because then that would of course you know make me feel less jealous but at the same time they're my friends I wouldn't want something to happen to them you know maybe some of them but not all of them you know not calling not yeah not calling and that's how we feel about that you know so I'm sad I'm jealous I've got FOMO the fear of missing out and fat old Fat old monkey ovaries, you know, that's what I've got. That's I've got the FOMO, and um, it just looked like a real great time. So now I've got myself really excited about doing stand up. I just want to do it again, and hopefully, 
there will be in some way to do it because I've seen um, a few people do gigs like a few of the Scottish comedians that I would know have done like gigs outside in car parks to cars and to be quite honest it looks like the worst experience of all time history ever you know just people in their cars a lot of times with the windows up just beeping their horns so you can't hear laughing so you could be like oh I'm delighted to be here because it gets me out of the house <laughs> and people be like oh no the of a horn sounds a lot like um what I would imagine the noise be on <laughs> Britain's Got Talent you know when you get the big no from Simon Cole you know that's what it'd be like so pretty freaky out horns also in the most part do scare the shit out of me because horns are never done in a manner you expect they're always like ah oh, bollocks you know you always hit a horn or you go fuck or you do it in rage you go you bastard you know you never just be like three two one you know it's always fucking bollocks you know and it fucking makes you jump you know, so if you're doing stand-up, people are flashing you with their lights, not their ditty. Sadly, it's going to, you know, give you potentially an epileptic seizure, which you don't need. Also, you're going to be outside. It's going to be cold. You can't hear laughter. You go home to your room and cry. So that's um, not what I want. I want to be doing gigs where there's people, whether that be inside or outside, not in cars. You know, a few of uh, my other friends were discussing it. Um, on, a, on in fact, you know, I'm gonna call them out. Shane and Rory Woods discussed it on Shane's uh, tea podcast. All right, and they're talking about it. And Shane said, "Listen, Dave doesn't want to do gigs unless they're like the way they were, and that's the way it is, right? That's the way it was." Um, those two are obviously not sweet, cool, chill guys in themselves. They're a couple of no offense if you are one nerds and these two nerds are like oh, I can't wait to get back to stand up I do it in a I would, I'd do it in a, an assembly hall in front of P1s that was just Shane that said that for obvious reasons but you know Woodsy was like yeah man I would do that in front of a room full of computer nerds <laughs> you know but I personally I'm like nah get me the way it was or get me an outside venue whereby I have crowds I don't want to do it in front of cars I don't want to do it in front of nerds just normal people and that's what I want also, Shane Woodsy said, I won't listen to the podcast. I did once again. Now, this has happened twice with Shane's podcast where he's mugging me off and I've listened. Both times, it hasn't been through enjoying his podcast. It's been through my little birds because I'm also like virus from Game of Thrones, bald and fat. And my little birds told me, they're talking smack about you, Papa. And I listen in. I'm in and I'm listening. Nothing gets over my head because it's fucking huge. All right? You need to have serious skills. You need to be like Daley Thompson to go over this fucking loaf, but you can't do it, right? So, yeah. I saw that. It looked good. And now I'm jealous. I really want to do a gig. Because, you see, whenever I was, I was on to do the gig, I had prepped my set. I'd got everything ready. And in classic married form, I got told in the day, basically, nah, don't do it. And then we'd, like, fallen out. And by the end of it, I was like, nah, I don't even fucking want to go out. I want to sit here. Like, why is this whenever you go out, you're married or you're going out with somebody and you have a fight rather than just be like, well, I mean, some people do just go, right, fuck you, I'm away. But other people, like me, will be like, you know what? You hate me that much. You know what I'm going to do? Stay. I'm going to stay in the house. So you have to listen to me go, (sighs) you have to listen to me slam doors. You have to listen to me cough. Just, you know, just like incy-wincy things, just building up, going up the water spout then, bam. You know? Um, and that was Saturday. We had a bit of falling out. We then reconciled, you know, and had passionate sex. No, we didn't. She's pregnant. And that doesn't happen. All right, but what we did was we just um, 
reconcile like adults do, chatted, whatever. On the bright side, I got to see the Arsenal match, which I wasn't going to watch because I thought they were going to get duffed by Man City in the one. Happy days. FA Cup final. Just did a dab. You can't see it because it's not a video podcast. But that was the crack. Then, just to sort of, you know, make the... Again, both sides kind of apologise for their part in it. And again, I'm just going to say this in the podcast and hope she doesn't listen to it. I was entirely in, in the right in this occasion. She's fully wrong now. The pregnant thing, yeah, I get it. You know, but all the other stuff, just slightly hurtful. But... We we did this and then you know whenever we're sort of just getting mind 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 the day you know mind each other's business just sort of hanging out together we're still there's there's still a cold war going on because we're both kind of sorry but not really sorry you know and we're sitting there just watching the TV and then I just happen to look out the window into my garden and what do I see a mouse now I have said in this podcast before my garden is. A Garden of Eden. It has everything you could desire in there. It's got wild flowers. It's got animals of frogs in there. I've got all the birds you want in there. I've got like fucking insects and shit. I've got the the works squirrels. You know, I've got everything you want in there. But what it did say, Catherine went to, um, I want to say home base or some shit and bought fat balls. You know, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, does she not have a pair of fat balls? In the house, and I say, yeah, player, high five me for that. But in this occasion, the fat balls were just literally fat balls for birds, little little birds to just plump up over the winter months, so they're not skinny. Now, why the fuck she buying fat balls in the middle of June and July? I don't know, because she's weird, right? So anyway, I said to her when she put the fat balls up, I was like, don't be putting those fat balls in the bush beside the house because and my exact words and I quote were it'll attract mice and rats she went no it won't it'll attract birds and Holly will be able to look at the birds and it'll be nice and I went fine so we're sitting there last night having been a little bit in the doghouse obviously we've made up we've shook hands we've, we've fisted you know whatever it is you're allowed to do because of coronavirus but we're there anyway I look out and I see a mouse and I go oh no I don't hate that. You know when people go, I hate to tell, say I told you so? I don't. I love it. I love it whenever I can go here. I was right. Remember. And I said, oh, there's a mouse. And she was like, yeah, but it's probably just because we have got such a sweet-ass nature reserve out there. You know, we've got we've got nature at the back. Mice will be there. And I was like, nope. Mice have smelt your fat balls. And they have made their way to the garden to get them. And she was like, they are... It's not a they, just in case you think I've got an infestation. It's just one seldom little mouse, like the dude from the the Green Mile. And I, like that little sly punk virgin guy, was going to go and stomp on the mouse and be like, I told you not to bring mice to my house. But, you know, I'm not actually that much of a dickhead, so it didn't. But I said to her, I said, you may move your fat balls. And she went, all right, okay. Then I went to the door and chased the wee mouse away. I go, fucking get, get, you wee bastard. I went, get, you wee mousey fuck. Get out of my garden. And away it went. Into the bush. And we sat there, watched a bit more TV. I am, as I've said before, I have had surgery. For a period of time, the government were considering making me an anamorph. And I know it sounds really weird to say that, but they were actually considering. They are like, this guy's the best eyesight that anyone's ever had. Well, since I got my test... In Specsavers, they sent me details to the government. And they sent them to Michelle O'Neill and Arlene, and they're like, "We need to make this guy an animorph. He is the best 
eyes I've ever seen. So they went to do that. I was going to have my eyes replaced with Hawkeyes. Turns out my eyes are actually better than Hawkeyes. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is I'm sitting watching the TV. Arsenal Man City. I'm engrossed in it and I just see a bit of movement to the right-hand side. Look out the window. Boom. Mouse is back. And I was like, Karen, he's back again. And she was like, oh, look how cute he is. And I went, no, he is a carrier for viruses. Fuck that guy. Get him out of here. And once again, scared him away. Watching. Look a minute later. The fucker has climbed the bush and is literally gnawing on the fat balls. And I just looked at her and I went, my point is proven. And I said to her, you may move those fat balls in the morning. Or Papa's going to be cross. And here we are, a day later, full 24 hours actually now, and the fat balls are still in the fucking bush. But they've been eaten, thankfully, by Magwitch, my pet, Magpie. Now, it's going to sound weird that we name him, but yeah, it's one of those things. See if you keep looking out your window and you keep seeing a, ma- a magpie, and this is one of those things, right? <laughs> I'm not a big superstitious guy, but if people keep doing things, you end up getting freaked out by it and getting in your head. So anytime my mum would see a magpie, she'd be like, hello, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? And then spit, which is so weird because I don't get what that means. Like, why is that a tradition? If you say, hello, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? That's polite. The magpie is probably going to be like, oh, not so bad. It's just chilling back in the magpie nest. But if you go, hi, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? Gob on his face. It's disrespectful. She'll be like, you motherfucker, I come out here. I come out here, mind my own business, I'm in your garden, I'm making a noise, like, Meh. whatever the fuck, and magpies make you ask me how my wife is, you love me into a fast sense of security, and you spit in my face, <laughs> rude, so I just get into the habit of doing that, but then, when this fucker kept being in my garden, every time I'm looking out the window, thinking, one for sorrow, you know, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, you know, whenever we're pregnant, you start getting even more, Fucking into your own head about it. You're like, oh no, there's three magpies. It's going to be a girl. <sighs> going to be a girl. Then another one flies in. You go, oh shit, it's going to be a boy. And your brain's just freaking out. But if you're just looking out every day, seeing one magpie, you're like, one for sorrow. Today is going to be a bad day. Every day. And the rain's there and there's one magpie. Ah, and you're going, Mr. Magpie. <laughs> Pass your missus my regards. <laughs> It's going to be a problem. So we just thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm not doing that all the time. I'm not letting these wee black and white freaks get in my head. I'm not letting these Michael Jackson guys get in my head. And I mean Michael Jackson is the song, black and white, not the pigmentation of his skin, which also applies, but the song. So I just thought, you know what, fuck it, we name it. We've got a magpie called Mag, which he lives with us, deal with it. And that's where we are. So my point in that story was basically... I would have really wanted to do the gig um, that Colin put on. It looked great. But at the same time, you have to look. You have to look at your own situation. You have to look at the fact that you're living with a pregnant person who has actually been sent out of work because she's hit the certain mark that it's not safe to go to work because of risk risk the baby. So should I be doing a gig indoors if it's still not technically allowed yet? No. So... I'm jealous, I've got the bug to do stand-up, I've written a new 20 minutes, not even fucking, it's a fucking 20, and I'm just, you know, I'm like a baker, I've baked my cake and I want to feed it to people, and hopefully I can feed it to people soon, that's what I'm saying, in a roundabout way, and also, whenever you make a point, 
because you have more knowledge than someone you love or live with, make sure you get proven right. It's great, like I did with the mouse. Now, if the mouse gets in my house, there's going to be problems because I've taken precautions um, to stop the mouse. Anything that could potentially be attractive to mice, I've just fucking sealed. I've gone around like a kiss from a rose and sealed my kitchen. Did you know when it snows... <clears throat> boom, you don't get any of my fucking bread or my rice cakes, biatch. And that's where we're at. And that was my Saturday. And then I woke up super early on Sunday. And I mean super early. Like, I don't know what was going on with the world. Like, some people know whenever, like, like again, nerds, people like Rory Woods and Shane will be like, um, oh, do you know today's actually supposed to be the brightest morning of the year? And I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Well, today's supposed to be the longest day of the year. Oh, today's supposed to be, fuck up, right? But I set my alarm for six. They get up at six on Sunday. They get up and get downstairs and get a bit of work done. Because it's quiet time. I think the, the the girls will be asleep. That's grand. I'll just be there. It's fine. I set my alarm for six and a quarter past six in case I turn a wee bit sleepy. Put the snooze button on. Go back over for another 15 minutes. Is what it is. What happened? I woke up, boom, on my own, by myself, naturally, 10 to 6. Because it was fucking, it was brighter than Elon Musk. And I was going to say it was brighter than Elon Musk if he fucked Einstein. Then I realised Einstein's been dead a long time and it'll be really dark. So then I just said Elon Musk. But it'll be brighter than him because he's a smart guy, probably with autism. But he's bright. And the sun woke me and I thought, this is great. I'm up at 10 to 6 in the morning. I said 10 to 5 there, but 10 to 6. 5.50. I get up, go to the toilet, quick pee. You know, in the morning it lasts like whatever, 7 minutes or whatever your morning pee is. Quick cleaning with teeth. Washing my face. I, I don't know why I sound so much like an Italian. I quick cleaning my teeth. I quick washing my face. I head down the stairs. I have a fucking coffee. And I'm all bruh. But no, I went. I did that. Downstairs. Settled at my desk. Got the computer up. Got the work I had to do. Just about to get started. And then I, I could have sworn I heard. Daddy. And I thought, no, surely not daddy at 6am. Surely not daddy at 6am. So I just carried on. Working, Daddy, I need you. I'm going, oh no. Because sometimes I find with certain things, like my work ring phone, which is also a ringtone on my work phone, so, it's, so don't correct me anyway, but my work ringtone, I sometimes hear it in my head and it's actually off, like it's off in the corner of the room, but now during this lockdown, I just hear it and I'm like, am I freaking out? Is my work phone ringing? Then I look at my clock and it's like half seven on a Sunday. I'm like, no, surely it is not ringing. You know, surely that is not happening. But thankfully, that's just me going mental. So I thought, you know what? She's just, she's just. I'm just hearing her because she shouldn't be awake at six. And then I just hear, "Daddy, come get me! I want to go downstairs." And I was like, "Listen, say stairs. Don't say downstairs. It's fucking weird." So I thought, you know what? I'll I'll sneak up the stairs like a cat burglar. Like I don't know what the difference is between a cat burglar and a burglar. I think maybe a cat burglar is just lighter in their feet. So maybe like that's what I mean. I'm a cat burglar. I'm heading up the stairs. And then I get to the top of the stairs and hear Daddy. And I went, oh, well, what? Daddy, come find me. And I'm like, oh, no, what do you want? And now, here's the thing with a two-year-old that sleeps in a cot. When she says, come find me, it's easy to do, you know? You walk in and she's under the duvet thinking she's fucking hysterical. And I'd be like, oh, no, where is she? But in my head going... 
what the fuck is she doing up at 6am on a Sunday? I was expecting in my head to get about two and a half hours of work done before this little toad rises on a Sunday. Go in the room, under the duvet, and I was like, Holly, it's the middle of the night, go back to sleep. And she goes, nah, I'm literally went, no daddy, I'm awake. And I went, yeah, I can see that. But it's the middle of the night. And not being a fool, she goes to me, but daddy, it's bright outside. And I was like, you playing me like this? I was like, literally like Denzel training day. Oh, all right. All right. You motherfuckers, all right. You play me like that. So then my next problem is she's awake. We've had the argument on Saturday. Now, here's the thing. Me and my wife, we don't fight very often at all. Sometimes I think she initiates arguments just because we don't fight. You know, just because it's like, listen, it's maybe normal to have a fight. Maybe we should have a fight. And she'll just be like, come downstairs and be like, see you. You never make me breakfast. And I'm like, I just did it yesterday. Yeah, it was another point. Um, to over nothing. So I just, my next thought was, shit, I had an argument with her yesterday. I was in the bad books on Saturday. I can't risk being in the bad books on Sunday by waking her with a child at 6am. So I did, I didn't say I'm a two-year-old. Shut the fuck up. You know, I didn't say that. I just went, shh, shh be quiet. And then she's like, what, mummy in next door? And I went, no, mummy, mummy's not. Mummy away to the shop, and I thought, yes, mummy is away to the shop. That's exactly what she is. And then she goes to me, well, what's she going to get? And I was like, how the fuck do I know? Shot, I get my head on my com- com- computer and going, I know she's in the shop, she's in there asleep. You can hear her fucking snoring. If you had any brains, you'd know what that was. But I just had to say, listen, be quiet. Then I had to throw her into a pillowcase, stuff her mouth full of uh, socks and bring her downstairs as to not wake mum. Then when I got her down... Got the socks out, pulled her out of the bag, put her in the room. I was like, does she watch Peppa Pig in silence? Daddy's going to work. Went back in, sat on my computer, in she comes. Daddy, I think I like breakfast. And I was like, you, you just normally go breakfast. Why in the last day have you just decided to string all these words together? Daddy, I think it would be in my best interest to start my day with a bit of breakfast. You know what's really pissing me off? Don't know if you guys can hear it. I have bit the back of my mouth and it keeps catching on my tooth and it's pissing me off. Right, that'll hopefully help. So then she comes and just make me breakfast, and then she just wouldn't let leave me be. Any time I went in to do work, she was watching TV. She'd just shout, "Daddy!" And I come in, and she'd be like, "Can't find me." And I would say, "Listen, I know you're two, and I'm thirty-three, and there's some issues here. The issues being, you don't understand what finding is. I can't find you because you're just looking at me saying can't find me, but I can fucking see you. Now would you shut up? And I go back in. She'd be, "Daddy, daddy." So I just end up sitting. Watching Peppa Pig for three and a half hours until my wife got up. And then we decided we were going out for a day of activities, which was going National Trust in the Mount Stewart for a picnic, which was lovely, albeit I sat in the sun and got burnt. And then we went to her mum's for a barbecue, which was nice. It was a nice time. We were outdoors. There was some family there. It was fresh. It was a nice time. Delicious food. And now I'm back here recording a podcast, and I'm knackered. And I've got no work done. And it's stressing. Because... I was supposed to get work done by Friday, and guess what? I didn't because I've been busy, you know. And I mean, you know I'm a procrastinator, and maybe I've been procrastinating. Who am I to say? But what I do know, it's going to be a busy week. I should point out that whenever I was at Mount Stewart doing my National Trusting, I had to play hide-and-seek with my daughter in the grounds of National Trust. And guess what? She doesn't fucking hide. She runs away and goes, can't find me. And again, I'm like, I fucking can't. You know, I have to play ball sometimes, play along with what she's all about. But um, 
starting to starting to grate me, and I can't wait till the next one's born so I can just get sell this one. You know what I mean? Like an old car, I can get in touch with Charles Hurst and be like, "Listen, can you offload my my kid?" Probably shouldn't actually say Charles Hurst. I'd probably just say, "Listen, get on the phone to Wayfair, be like, listen, <laughs> I've got a commode for you. What do you think?" And they'll be like, "What do you mean a commode? You mean like like some sort of portable toilet?" And I'm like, "Yeah, not a commode. I thought it was actually a shiffer over there, but I said commode." And they'll be like, "All right, okay." Because I mean, we could they could fully see what's in the commode. And I'm like, "Oh, thank fuck, I meant shiffer robe." And they're like, "All right, sweet." Fucking stuff are in, sells to us, we'll sell for what? What are you looking? 15 grand? I'd be like, nah, a couple hundred quid do, rightly. So that's where we're at now, excited about kid number two. And kid number one's finally quiet, but see if she wakes at six tomorrow morning when I get up to try and do some more work before I have to start my day job at night. <gasps> mm. It'll be hell, but on the bright side, she's going to nursery tomorrow, so, you know, the champion has won. And speaking of winning... The Slag Out podcast is brought to you by Modest Beer. Modest are little independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. They're churning out beers like your boys churning out podcasts, which is like whatever, four a week or whatever, and I'll count in five now sometimes. But anyway, if you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Modest Beer or at www.modestbeer.co.uk to find the nearest stockist. Well, what a great sponsor. We love Modest Beer here at Slag Eye Podcast. Tell you what else I loved this week. I loved this week's rendition of the She and Todd show, Ray of Lockdown on BBC Radio Sounds. Not even BBC Radio Anything. It's normally BBC Radio Ulster, but it's on BBC Sounds now. And I especially loved this week because I got to do it. I got to pick the track list. And I, I said, listen, guys, we need a rock week. Thankfully, Shane knows nothing about rock, so I said, listen, let your boy pick the playlist. We'll get some, like, nice 80s rock on the go, and it was just a great time. So if you haven't listened to that, get on the BBC Sounds app, share it if you listen to it, tag me in it, we'll get that fucking shared out. It would help, too, because, you know, partially, I want to get my own rock show on radio. You know, that'd be sweet, too. So, you know, let me just ditch the, sh- the ship and just do that. Obviously, I'll still do the, the Shane Touch and stuff, but... Let's get rocking. Throw, throwing up horns in here. No one can see me but me. Really, really embarrassing. Um, so yeah, while I went to look up the Sly Bitch podcast there, um, I discovered that I've had a couple more um, reviews this week. And by this week, yeah, I mean one on one actual written review. That's from Carrot. So thank you, Carrot, for the five-star review. Carrot's a, a Sly Hard for Life. The only way to start a Monday is with the Sly Guy podcast. Dave brings laughs, rants and advice that we never knew we needed. And then tagged it off with, with something that's becoming a bit of a slogan at the minute. The most underrated podcast in NI. You know what people? If it's underrated, let's rate it more. Keep rating and reviewing the podcast. I love it. It cheers me up. See if you're an Apple podcast, get it done. Get it rated, get it reviewed. See if you listen to it on either Spotify, SoundCloud or fucking whatever. Take a wee screenshot of it and bop it on Insta stories, and your boy, which is me, will share that out because this is what we're all about. I love you guys. Hopefully, you love me back. Otherwise, it's really sly, but we'll get it shared out there, and we'll hopefully keep moving because the podcast listens are going up. We're getting, we're getting a bit of traction with a new sponsor coming on board to join me and Modest next week. I would actually be launching the new sponsor this week. 
but they're supposed to send me some stuff that I need to try out. I'll give you a clue. Penis enlargement pills. They need to give me that and I need to just work up a big old fucking meaty curve. A big fucking pork shoulder for the boys next week. Oh yeah. And then it's not actually that at all. But we'll talk about that next week. We're getting a new sponsor. I'm buzzing. You're all going to get a promo code and you're all going to buy shit. And if you don't, the sponsor will quit me. Alright? But hey, we're all good guys. We are we're buzzing. I'm still feeling like I've got the intensity of the Ultimate Warrior, which is not an ideal thing to have. Let me see what the fucking time we're talking. So I'm going to finish this. I'm recording another podcast. And what's this one I hear you say? It's a new podcast that's going to be out on the Boytown Patreon. Now, if you're a sly hard, you know my own pa- my own Patreon has a bonus podcast every week and whatever else I'm working on. Now, I can't really film a lot of stand-up at the minute because we're locked inside. Once I get back at it, I'm going to be putting fucking shows up left, right and centre. I might actually do my dad show one last time, get it fully recorded properly and get it out. You know, I probably won't, but fuck it. You know, and then I'm definitely got a new show which I've the guts off written for next year. So it'll be all exciting. It'll be fun times over there. Patreon Sly Guy Podcast with Dave Elliott. You get the bonus podcast every week where I'm extra sly. Maybe I should call it the Extra Sly Guy Podcast because that's probably a better name. I'm going to do that going forward. But over in the Boytown Patreon, we've been kind of shit, but we're making Boytown great again. We're bringing back some of the classic things that made Boytown great in the first instance. Again, once we get back into the studio and we're able to do things again, That'll be amping up like nobody's business. You know, that will be cranking it up. And part of that is putting extra content on Patreon. Now, I'm going to do an extra podcast every couple of weeks. Shane's going to do an extra one. And it's up to us, really, what we want to make it. So what I'm going to do is a, is a podcast on Patreon on Boytown, which, by the way, I will put on my own podcast channel too, my own Patreon channel, sorry. So, you know, you will get that anyway if you're one of my Patreons, so don't feel like you have to do you know, But if you're not and you want Boytown, fucking go over it, right? Because you'll not get Shane's podcast too. But the bonus podcast is going to be called Papa Bear's Picnic, which in a nutshell is going to be me picking up maybe one or two stories from my favourite Sunday papers and just having a bit of crack with it, you know. Again, something a bit different. You know, a lot of people enjoyed the Sunday rundown I used to do of the papers during the lockdown then after a while I started realising there's a load of people loving this a load of people responding, buzzing then a load of people unfollowing me too so again it was a weird thing because it took a lot of effort to kind of find stuff funny especially during the coronavirus and fuck all the poke fun at so I'm going to basically do a segment like that that will be on the Boytown Patreon and then will we'll by proxy be on my own because Slyhard's number one do you know so that's exciting, I'm recording that after here. I'm going to have to go and put a bit of ice on my mouth because I keep fucking snagging my, and it's really annoying me. Do you ever just keep biting, biting, biting? Your mouth getting angry and angry and angry and then eventually what you'll do is just put all of a sudden your head think you're some sort of ram, duck down and run head first into the wall. That's where we're at, okay? So bear with me with that. But we'll hit these listeners' questions. Once again, before we go into listeners' questions, do rate and review the podcast and please subscribe to the Patreon. It's only four, for about four quid sixty or something for, for four extra podcasts a month, a month and other shit, other shits, other shit. Also, there's a taster of a show that I'm developing over there too. So fucking go over and check it out. It's funny shit. Um, listeners' questions. Richard Sherwood, aka Mister Dicky, has said. When will you start phone-ins? Hey, if the podcast ever becomes live, which it won't because I say some really libelous things, then it'll be phone-ins. But for now, 
just your little text ins, your little questions, everything. That's what I want to hear. Mm. John Joe Flood has said, Papa Dave, I'm looking at in-depth physique guy update, please. Are those pectorals popping? Are the glutes glistening? Are the rhomboids ramping up? You know, listen, you want honesty, I'll give you honesty. I've been slacking the last couple of weeks. Now, have I been slacking terribly? Probably, you know, probably letting things down a good bit. And is that through any reason other than myself being lazy? Yeah, I have a lot of deadlines and stuff that I'm just struggling with at the minute. But I'm trying to keep ahead of it. I've got a big healthy week all planned out this week. So I'm hoping to get them back on track. The damage hasn't been too bad. But it's, and if I'm not going to get back on track now, I'll, ne- I'll never do it. So thank you for your question. And thank you for um, just your... Just your, just your positive vibes on online. You know, you're a good guy, John Joe. You're an inspirational man um, yourself. And also, Revive Your Nutrition and Exercise page is popping. So if anyone hasn't followed that already, get get on over and do get on over and do that. Did I just get on over and do it? Um, let me just get the exact handle because sometimes it's shit. Whenever you go, go and follow Revive. But it's Revive Nutrition and Recovery. I mean, it covers everything you need, doesn't it? To be... A physique guy or physique girl or just just classic really you know all you want over there and um, michael kerr said hey dave i'm keen to know what your favorite quote from the modern day classic that is the room um i mean the room was a great film i also enjoyed the disaster artist which was based on the room which had all the classics in it too um and let me see i think it is i think probably my favorite line is when he's talking about hitting lisa and he was like, it's bullshit that they did not hit her. I did not. You know, I think that's probably my favourite line in the in the whole thing. Obviously, oh, hi, Mark. It's classic as well. Um, You're tearing me apart, Lisa. You know, there's loads of, of classics in there. The Room is, you know, it's it's the most enjoyable film ever. Tell me why so. It was without doubt the most shit you know <laughs> i was gonna say the one of the most under nah he's a shit actor but he's classic and he's a really weird dude you know when i actually finally get my my all my fucking deadlines out of the way and don't, and i get to have fun again i will get the champions league weird i've already got a written list need fucking film it but i need to wait until this lockdown's over so my friend of the camera can come and film me because i can film stuff and i'm dick so i'll get that done and tell me why so will definitely um feature in that andy lee said good evening papa dave with the passing of another week what's the most dad thing you've done this week be it a dad joke or a typical dad trope i find myself even this week shaking a handful of sweets before popping them in my mouth using my middle finger for the touch screen on the iphone i'm only a dad four weeks um you know what i think i'm just an old dad guy you know i think i'm just an old dude you know um I don't. I definitely don't do dad jokes. You know that was one thing. Like dad jokes are lame. I'm not all about lame comedy. There's enough lame comedy in this place right now. Rather than me coming with that, I'm a bitter, angry man. That's what I'm like. I'm just a groucher. When I do dad jokes, they're crafted. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and they hit like Mike Tyson, baby. You know that's what I'm all about. I'm, oh, I'm not just dad jokes. You know, not about that at all, my friend. However, I will make the odd lame comment. You know, from time to time definitely but this week the most dad thing um probably the fat balls thing you know what that's pretty dad don't be putting don't be putting balls in those trees or attracts rats and mice and then when it did i told you so 
I was pretty dad. Um, also, I did, actually, today at Mount Stewart, I did something. It was like, you know, one of those dad videos where you're like, dad saved the day on their kids. Obviously, my wife, pregnant, struggling a bit here with her hips. And I say struggling a bit, the woman's in agony. She's a hero, all right? You know, she's a mouthpiece yesterday, definitely. But I love her lots more. All's forgiven. And she's a hero, right? But we're walking around Mount Stewart. Everything, obviously, at the minute with this coronavirus is like one way. Which whenever you, you, you know... You're, you shouldn't be going there to walk when you're, you're heavily pregnant. You know, you should be just going, whatever. So we went to have a picnic, but we didn't realise it. We thought, just go straight in. Have we sit in the grass, eat a picnic, chill out for a bit, go home. You have to go fucking round and up and down and in and out and ups and down. All kinds of shit. So on the way out, I had Holly on my shoulders. And it was grand. And I put her down on the ground. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to trust her. You know, she's been up from 6am today. Surely in her head, she's looking at me going, you know what? I, I, I stressed this guy out today. Props, respect where the Jew, I will be sound and just stay in the path when he asks me. You know, newsflash, didn't happen. So off she starts fucking sprinting. And as she's going, I'm like, she'll come back. And then she just keeps going and going. I'm like, she's not stopping here. Normally she'll stop and I'll be right, come you here and she'll come back. She's keeping going. At this point, I'm like heading towards her. I'm walking. Then I'm starting to think... I need to pick up the canter here and then soon into a full sprint to chase after. At this point, I look about probably 10 metres ahead. There's a guy and a woman who are just sitting, enjoying a picnic themselves. They're like... See if I have fucking neighbours beeping horns at me during my podcast. I go, I'm bust heads. But as she's going, there's a man and a woman. I can see that they're actually on a ledge. Like, it's about maybe two feet. But the grass has been so overgrown because the garden folk, of, the garden folk, the gardeners, the garden folk have not been out mowing the lawn. No, the garden people have not. The garden, the lawnmowers, the fucking gardeners, the gar- the garden people have been living in their trees and they haven't come down towards the lawn in the last four months. But the gardeners haven't been there, so a lot of stuff's overgrown. So this two-year-old can't see there's a drop coming. This 33-year-old's like, I better get this two-year-old. She's going to fucking fall and plant herself and it's going to be drama for me. So literally, she's running, 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 runs off the ledge. She's off the ledge. As she hasn't even realised she's off, I just come under, sweep both armpits and lift her up in the air. Feet swing up and I catch her. And the man and the woman look at me. And I didn't quite catch what they said, but I think the woman looked at the man and went... That's comedian Dave Elliott right there. What a fucking hero he is. Brilliant podcast out every Monday. Also, there's a Patreon. It's like I podcast with Dave Elliott. Every Wednesday without without fail. But they probably just went, oh no, this fucking guy look after his kid. But that was a great moment. I caught her. It was dad. I got her home. Got her in the car. She slept. Thank fuck I did. And I stayed awake. Just getting stressed out because I've been up for too long. Anyway. We digress once again. My friend, the Italian man himself, Nito Cosilia, I said, hello, Davy. Lots of lions, me and jellyfish washed up in bangers this week. Freaky. But anyway, what's the best filling for a toasty? Simple cheese and ham or something more exotic. In a cider-induced experiment last night, oh no, I had leftover chicken vindaloo toasties. Magnifique. Well, you know what? That's actually probably going to be delicious. Did you put cheese on there or did you just put the vindaloo in a toasty and toast it? I need to know that because you've got to have the cheese because a classic toasty, I would say, would be take a chicken. No, it's probably a panini you're going for. Take chicken, take a chicken, chicken. Chicken, take a, a bit of fucking... Fucking, not what are those onions? Not Tabasco onions, fucking... Whatever those like little hard onions are, you know, that have like the breadcrumbs on them or whatever. 
tobacco onions, that's it, not Tabasco onions, what they care, tobacco onions, boom, um, a little bacon sprinkles that you actually would have made me, I think, Nathan, in the sunflower and banger before you left. I don't want to go into the details of that because, again, it's private for you, but I miss you, um, and now you're a baby Adriano's, I hope still, because it's fucking dope. But anyway, you get the get that delicious sandwich, that's a good toasty. If you're in the house, it's hard to beat cheese and ham toasty. Now, what I would say... If you got to add a bit of coleslaw in there, just to diversify it up a bit, you know, if you just have to play in ham and cheese, it's nice. Throw a wee bit of uh, wee bit of coleslaw in there. You know, you're living the dream. You're spicing it up, delicious. Um, Jimmy Blobby has said hello, Papa. With the new East Belfast GAA team starting, uh, caught a look at the or with the new. Blah, blah, blah. Hello, Papa. With the new East Belfast GAA team starting, I caught a look at the new crest. I understand English and I'm fluent in Irish from listening to your podcast, but I'm having trouble with this other freaky language. Any tips? Now, I want to say this. Listen, you know I'm a linguist. You know I am a master of the English language. You know... I have a doctorate in it, you know, I don't technically, but it's a doctorate in the School of Life of English Language. I'm a master wordsmith, a lot of people call me, um, and I've got it down to a fine art. Now, I'm relatively new to the Irish game, but I'd like to say I have a strong understanding of the Irish language. I know what it's about, you know, I know what's going on there. Ulster Scots is my next my next target the good news is there'll be another lockdown because we're fucking it right so during that next lockdown i'm going to learn ulster scotch to be as good ulster scotch i think it's ulster scots not ulster scotch tell what you can do with your ulster scotch stick it up your arse but i need to learn that i must put my hand up and say i didn't know i think that's probably a bit I didn't know, hey, any of the Ulster Scottish, you know, so I need to learn a bit more of that. Irish, I'm down with. I actually was educating my wife about the Irish language today on the way to Mount Stewart. We happened, it was a very clear day. We could see the morns, you know, we could see the mountains and morns. We've been down to the sea in the distance. And uh, I remember my wife saying to me, oh, Sleeve Donard. Like, she didn't say it like this. Oh, Sleeve Donard. That's mountain. Donard <clears throat> in Irish and I went no and she went yes it is because that's the way she speaks ah it is she's like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones Um, she said Sleeve Donard means it's Irish for basically Mountain Donard or, and like she says there's another one Sleeve Dew as well as the Mountain Dew and I said no Mountain Dew is a drink that you get with your subway be at be quiet and Sleeve Donard does not mean Mountain in Irish you ignoramus. If you want to know mountain in Ireland, you you think there's a mountain called Donard in Ireland and you want to know what that is in Irish? Listen, speak to me. Speak to Big Dahi here and he will tell you what that mountain, old Donard over there, is called in Irish. And do you want to know what it's called? And Mountain Eshoe Donard. Okay? And she went, no, it's definitely. And I said, oh, Mountain and she went, what? And I said, oh, Mountain Ash is Mountain. And if you want to put a name to it, you need to change the prefix from O to An. And you say, An Mountain Ash. And the O then becomes in front of Donard, O Donard. So you say, An Mountain Ash, O Donard. And if you want to say, Sleeve Do, is not say, Fucking Do, not An Mountain Ash, O Do. So you know what you can do? And suck. <laughs>
my balls. My fat balls that are hanging in the tree attracting mice. Get it to the back of the garden. Great question, Jamie. LMJ, which is like some sort of, like, take me to the clouds above. What about Boytown uploading the same podcast two weeks in a row? Who is responsible for this outrageous mishap? Just joking, hope all is well. What do you think of the Premier League since the restart? Right, I'll get over that quickly. Fucking hate it, but I like football against now Arsenal or in the FA Cup final. We're not hopefully going to qualify for Europe because we'd hate that unless we need the money from it, and it's good. But just, listen, I'd rather just focus on on rebuilding next season get over it but anyway I don't you know me I'm not a tight I don't believe in tighten but Ben Snake Rat uploaded the podcast wrong I recorded it I sent it to him he uploads it his fault he should be sacked the Snake Rat is going to be brought to task he's going to have his skin peeled and he's going to I'm going to take the fat balls off him because he's a little punk Davey the artist formerly known as Wit said bonjour David say you win big money in the lotto like over 10 million what does the first 24 hours look like merci beaucoup I mean the first uh, 24 hours looks like you know there's got to be some banter there I mean I gotta gotta try and get some classic things bought you know obviously I'm gonna deck myself out um in all the gear and by all the gear I mean I'll get myself a new black Giacomo t-shirt and a pair of stretchy jeans that's it that's my 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 look complete then what I need to do is just look for some again pay off the mortgage that's some shit but you pay off the mortgage in your house but my wife would be like why have you paid off this mortgage in the house and I'd be like because we're not going to stay here no because it's all we need she'd be like no you dick you just want a fucking lottery you get a big house I get a monster supercar and I say nah nah I am like I'm a simple man you know, I like the simple pleasures in life. Yes, I've got a £3,000 dining table that I'm recording a podcast on. Yes, there's a wash basket on that exact table right now that I haven't realised that it's on before and I'm sure it's digging a hole in the top layer, but we'll cross that bridge after we finish the podcast. But my point being, I'm a simple man. I'll probably maybe look, if somewhere's available, if not, put an extension on this. Baby, I get my office back. Finally, I go full-time into comedy. The dreams are being made. You know, buy me holiday home in the north coast somewhere, then probably get somewhere in the south of France or Spain. That's what we do if we win 10 mil. Then probably, you know. See, I was going to say get a hair transplant, but they all look shit, you know, and I'm, I'm fine with being bald. I'm fine with being an old, bald dude, you know what I mean? I've achieved all I need with my looks. All I need now is my brains and my beauty, my friends. Um, not my beauty. Fuck, I made a dick of myself there, didn't I? Um, my bra- See, I just, I literally just need any brains, you know, and I fucked up proof that I need brains with that fucking stupid comment. Keithy Max said, been watching Down to Earth with Zac Efron, which has dealt with some eye-opening issues on climate change. If Northern Ireland becomes a tropical paradise due to this, what sly money-making initiatives do you see Stormont coming up with? Personally, I think they should raise taxes and GAA shorts. Not very calm. Um... You know what, GAA shorts aren't the worst part of a GAA uniform. I think a lot of shirts, now to be fair, they've become more stylish. In the past, you sort of look at them and you're like, you know, people are wearing them because they've got that pride of like they're where they're from. They like to wear that. You know, on some sides of the community, you'd be like, oh, GAA shirts are all those bastards. Whereas it's more like when you're in the community, you're like, oh, no, there's a bastard down the road wearing that fucking team. You know, they're just loyal to the team that they support. So I think it's good to see them becoming a bit more sleek and stylish. Um, but the shorts are definitely short. You know, guys love to wear them since like normal people's been on. Paul Met Paul Mescal's been wearing them, looking sexy. You can see his piece, his package looking sweet in that. You know, take me down to that package. 
patch because I'm the package patch kid. It doesn't work. I thought it was cabbage. It doesn't rhyme. Or you know, I'm fucking it. It's too tired. I'm getting the end of this. Fuck that, right? But anyway, up those tacks, you get more dough. But what I think would help the environment would be, you know, there would be something whereby you'd have to, you know, bring back Hulk ships and put a lot of people on them, send them out to sea, and then once they get far out enough, you know, just take the bottom off them. You know, just let leave the people. Be like, we need to just get rid of bad people. Doom. Now, I'm not saying kill them. We're just saying dump them out of the ship. So before anyone's like, oh my God, Mr. Hitler part two? No. Just get them out there. Open the boats and let them swim. Um, Hugo Riley, opinion on Brexit. I mean, what I'm going to say is I miss Brexit. You know, all this coronavirus has made me really miss Brexit, I miss it that it's not in the news every day, I miss people aren't just saying the word Brexit over and over, which is so irritating, do you know what I mean, it's like chillax, which is weird, when someone says chillax to you, they're actually elongating the word chill, which is the same mean, hey man, chillax, you know what you need to do, fuck up, aim higher than working in Bougie, my friend, stop saying chillax, um, Connor Scullion, you papa bear, when can we expect the video podcasts, as the boys are running out of pedo documentaries to binge watch, I mean, you know what, I think that the video podcast will probably be sooner than you expect. Once I learn how to edit, I might get a producer on board to do it for me. I just need a backdrop because I don't want to put out the Sly Guy podcast just with my background in my dining room. So I'm going to figure out more back to the studio if I record the podcast in there. If, um, you know, maybe the Snake Rat wants to help me with that since I'm going to sack him from Boytown for uploading the same podcast twice in a week. But... We'll see how that goes, but I think that would definitely be something because it would help expand the podcast. It's something I'm aiming towards. I bought a camera a couple of weeks ago. Turns out it was far shitter than the one on my computer, so it's, it's being sent back to Amazon. You know, back to those fucking pygmies in the forest. So sort it out, get me a new camera coming my way. Last question of the day, Mark Kerr. Hey, Dave, what's your favourite ever guitar rift? I said rift and I meant riff. What a fuck. Guys, my brain is having trouble tonight. I need to hydrate or something. Um, Favourite ever guitar riff. There's so many great guitar riffs. Um, Anything by Prince, probably. He's got all the greatest guitar tracks ever. In terms of like what are the most iconic guitar riffs ever, Purple Haze would be one that I enjoy. Um, probably a bit more niche would be Cemetery Gates, a Pantera song. I like I like the riff in that. It's very sexy. Obviously, Crazy Train is good. Oh, for whom the bells toll. For whom the bell tolls. Not for whom the bells toll. Because uh, Layla. Layla! Is a classic. Um, thinking back to the rock playlist that I played on Poison. Alice Cooper is very enjoyable. Um, and then... Probably one of the most iconic, Wish You Were Here. Ah, Wish You Were Here is a good song. See, you know what? My, my point is, Mark, I can't actually say what's my favourite ever guitar riff, but there are plenty of good ones. Just like the questions this week, there were plenty of good questions. I feel it was a good podcast. I feel it was strong, apart from I'm losing the ability to say words. So what I'm going to go and do now is going to punch myself in the face and go and speak to my wife for a minute, then come back and record another podcast where hopefully I can speak better without eating half my face. Guys, take care. Rate and review the podcast. Share it in stories. Retweet it. Tell people about it. Spread the word. The podcast is on the rise you know, there's going to be a spike and you guys are going to put in lockdown for this podcast and you get to listen to it. Godspeed and take care and I'll see you next week. Or 
if you want to listen on Patreon on Wednesday, you get that extra tidbit. You can be like little Milford Moist just eating on my fat ball. See you on Wednesday. If not, see you next Monday. Peace.